The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. We've got Dr. Robert Malone at the bottom of the hour. Dr. Malone is one of two doctors that appeared on Joe Rogan. Now, keep in mind, Dr. Malone was on my show before he was on Rogan. He was on other shows before he was on Rogan, and and he was getting a bit of notoriety because he is the inventor of mRNA technology. Now, if you say that on Facebook, they will flag it. They will put a a red flag on your account. They will will put all sorts of links on top of your link, and and people can't even read what, what it is that you wrote. If you simply say he's the inventor of mRNA technology, he is the inventor, he holds the patents, he's the guy. But for some reason, you're not allowed to say that because of the mass formation psychosis that is being put upon us by mass media and by mass big tech. So that's who he is. He was on with Rogan, so is Dr. Peter McCullough, and Crosby, Stills, Nash and & Young, and, and uh, I, Peter Frampton, and Joni Mitchell, these people have all decided they're going to leave Spotify unless Spotify gets rid of Joe Rogan, because of the constant misinformation he's putting out there. And when you say, what misinformation? Well, he had that Peter McCullough and that, and that Robert Malone on, both of whom are experts on COVID-19 treatments and vaccinations. So that's the game that's being played here. We've got Dr. Malone on, bottom of this hour. I was going to do 15 minutes with him. It ended up being almost 40. So I'm going to have a part one today. You'll have parts two and three on Monday and Tuesday. Then I'll post the entire thing, all of it uncut, on my Rumble, so make sure you go and check that out. Keep in mind, I don't put things on on YouTube. Um, I mean, a parody here and there, maybe. I'll probably just stop doing that completely, too. I use Rumble for my video, and Rumble has grown exponentially in the past few months. Make sure you stop by there. Just go to JoePags.com, scroll down to the to the R, or the little play sign, uh, which is the Rumble link, and go and subscribe to that. You'll get an email every day. But I'll put the entire thing up there after that. So we have Malone on. We also have Ted and Shemaine Nugent on the program tonight. So you picked a good one to listen in on a Friday. Give us some strings. Bring it out. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Beef. Beef, Carrie. I had some beef. I don't even know. <laughs> what do you mean? No. But know that. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Polo and Sam along for the ride Friday. as well. Glad to have them here as Thank always. God it's Thank God yes, it, it is. is Friday. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Free speech Friday. Ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Free now. Ba da ba ba da ba da ba da ba ba da ba da Take it up a notch. Freedom, 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 freedom. This is the night. And whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. It's 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. If you want to email me, scroll down to the bottom. Just click on contact. That email will come right to me. You can send it to me right now. Also sign up for the newsletter and check out the news stories while you're there as well. So, Carrie, last hour we had a, a, a pretty hot one. The phones were melting down. We had to leave four or five people on the line when we hit the break, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about the process with the vice president, whether you can overturn the election or not, and so on. I actually did a monologue on it that I'll post on Rumble after the program so people can go and check that out. I mean, constitutionally, I don't see where the, where the vice president can turn anything over. Guy calls in, tells Sam, I'd like to talk about Article 12. What about Article 12? 
Hey, Carrie, you know Article 12 in the Constitution, right? What is that? So I said to Sam, I said, I don't know enough about anything called Article 12 to take the guy, let me take a look, and I'll get back with him. Now, I don't ever, and you you know this to be true, although I come off as a big ego guy, I mean, Mm. I'm I'm always going to tell the truth about what I do and don't know. I don't don't agree with that. Why did you agree with that so wholeheartedly? I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) I don't call myself a constitutional scholar or even constitutional expert. What I like about the Constitution is that it's available. And anybody can read it anytime they want to. The vast majority of those listening right now know a little bit about the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, maybe the Fifth Amendment, maybe maybe the Tenth Amendment. That's it. Don't know. Maybe the Fourteenth. That's it. Don't know anything else. And I'm here to tell you it's available. So I'm not an expert, but I've read it several times. I know a lot about it, and I feel comfortable speaking on it. So there is no Article 12. In fact, there are only seven articles in the Constitution. So I'm not really sure what he was doing unless... Now, Sam, you're sure he said Article 12? I'm pretty sure, but, you know, sometimes things get lost in translation. I got you. So if he actually said Article 12, Carrie, I'm thinking he was going to catch the talk show host. Mm-hmm. What people don't understand is I'm, I'm going to take your call even if you disagree with me. I'm going to take your call. We're going to have the lively debate. We're going to have a great conversation. Slap in the back afterwards. If we're, if we're respectful to each other, then move on. But only if I know what it is that we're talking about. I'm not going to ever go in from a place without knowledge and say, I'll debate you on that. Let's go. So when he said Article 12, I knew it didn't sound right. So I looked through during the break at the top, knowing that there wasn't an Article 12 already, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking through at the break. And the only reference I can find is from ABC News in 2016, where then-candidate Trump says he's going to make sure that we protect the Constitution, all the articles, including Article 12. That's the only reference to Article XII, which doesn't exist. So I'm like, Hmm. I mean, is that what the guy was referring to? He was going to catch me that Trump thought there was an Article 12 and there really isn't Uh, one or he misspoke and said Article 12. Are you finding anything on Article 12? I'm not, actually. (laughs) I mean, Article 12 Code of Ethics with realtors, that comes up. Oh, Article 12 um, from the from the Indian Constitution came up, too. Yeah, um, I, I don't see anything. So if you're trying to trick me, now you've learned. It's not going to happen. It just isn't. I will not debate something. I have not educated myself on it. It's a, it's a, it's a waste of time. I, um, I would have no information. And if you're trying to trick me, dude, I've been doing this 32 years. You thought that was going to work? I mean, Paula, that's like a banana in the tailpipe, right? Don't fall for it. I'm telling you, do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Article 12 from the United Nations. Equal what does recogni- that say? Equal recognition before the law. Um, what, is, what does that mean? The state parties reaffirm persons with disabilities have the right to recognition everywhere as persons before the law. State parties shall recognize that persons with disabilities enjoy legal capacity on an equal basis with others in all aspects of life. Clearly. He was trying to trick me with the mm. United Nations version of Article 12. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> but again, I'm not going to fall for it. Um, now, if you didn't say Article 12, you said something different, feel free to call back in and let Sam know. But I mean, if you said Article 12, I mean, the only reference is a Trump reference. And because it's a Trump reference, you now get the feeling that he's sort of this never-Trumper guy um, who is trying to catch the talk shows. Not going to listen. I'm going to have to be half asleep and drunk. For, for you to catch me. And I don't get any sleep as it is, so I'm not going to be half asleep. And Carrie, how much how much drinking do I do? How many, in 17 years, how many drinks have I had with you? Uh, zero. Don't do the drinking. 
And you know why? And people are, well, don't you, why, why, why you got to cut me down for having a beer? No, dude, have a beer. I don't care. Get off of work, have yourself a beer, you know, rub your belly, watch some TV. I don't care. Do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. I'm not here to say don't. I mean, that's, Carrie drinks a, a box I, of wine a night. I do not. And on I the weekend, do she does a couple of bags of wine. <laughs> I don't I don't drink boxes <laughs> or bags. <laughs> I'm not I, so sure. I don't do plural either. So so, so we have that, um, but I, I just don't, and I don't do it because I'm somebody who likes to stay in charge of my facilities, my faculties. I don't want to you know, ever be that guy. Now, have I had drinks in my life? Of course. I mean, I, I'm not an idiot uh, and I'm not an alcoholic and I'm not off the wagon or on the wagon. I, you know, I don't even have a wagon. Uh, I just don't like how it makes me feel and I like to be in control. I never want to wake up the next day and have somebody say, I can't believe you said that last night. Because mm. I say a lot of things that people can't believe I say, mm-hmm. but I always know what it is that I'm saying. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's probably good for you, actually, that you don't. So we got that for you, which is good. All right. I did a parody today that, believe it or not, Chocolate Voice liked when I played it in the first hour. Mm. Now, of course, that can change. You never know what's going to happen now. That's true. Uh, You know, the second time around, you never know. But uh, this one is is one where I had to make fun of Eric Garcetti, who is the the L.A. mayor. Who is he going to be the Indian ambassador or the Indonesian ambassador? I forget which one it is. Do we know? Uh, Let me check real quick. They're getting him the hell out of L.A., and I think probably just in the nick of time, India. the place is falling apart. Yep. Is it India? India. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Eric Garcetti is at SoFi Stadium the other day, just like Gavin Newsom is or was, and Magic Johnson and, uh, and what's her face, uh, London Breeze, where the hell is that her name? London Breeze from, from San Francisco? She's know. there, too. It's London something. Either way, she's the mayor of San Francisco. They're all there taking pictures, glad-handing, and then nobody's wearing a mask. So Garcetti was asked by uh, by ABC News in Los Angeles, KABC, why would you wear a mask? And he literally was holding the mask in his right hand, and he said, I've got the mask right here. Look at the picture. I've got the mask right here. I held my breath. If somebody asks me for a picture, because he's very popular, everybody wants to take a picture with him, I take the mask off. I hold the mask here. I hold my breath. There is zero chance of infection, and that's how I do it. And nobody says a follow-up like, yeah, right. Even as a journalist, I would have said, yeah, right, come on. Come on, you're breathing. <laughs> so um, uh, this was an idea that that uh, CJ, my daughter CJ, gave me today. And uh, it, I was apprehensive because it's a woman singing it. But I thought to myself, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Said it don't stop. Little no doubt for you. Let's go. You and me at the game together. Wondering whether we could remember this moment for all time. Use your phone or mine. Do you have the time? It looks as though the mask should go. We'll do it fast and nobody will know. Come on now. Don't breathe while we snap this photo. Afterwards, it will go on my Instagram. Don't breathe. Up, oh, it didn't take. Flash off my mistake. Use your diaphragm. Sorry. Not to cast any doubt I thought I saw you breathe out Did I? 
don't mind The pick was kind You pushed the stupid mandate Wonder why But You breathed I just saw you do it Your claim was just bullshit Hey, don't tell me that big lie You breathed because you are human You don't have to defend Just stop trying to pretend It's all over We won't bend over for your lies There you go, a little uh, don't breathe Had to make fun of Garcetti I did <laughs> As, a, as I'm writing it, Carrie, I'm like, well, at some point, you know, the, the, the singer has to see him breathing and just call him out on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw you breathe out. I was actually going to say I saw your chest move. You know, I was going for all sorts okay. of, well, how can I know this? Uh, I, I, I smelled your breath. You know, Because if you smell the breath, mm. you know, yeah. then you know the person breathing. breathing. Yeah, sure. So a little Pags parody, we call it uh, Don't Breathe. I think it was a pretty good one. Uh, I can say that because Carrie agrees, and, and if she didn't agree, then then I, I probably couldn't. But I will post that. I, I recorded it in the first hour when we did it on video. So I will, uh, I'll post that later on after the program as well. You can go and grab that on Rumble. If you liked it, uh, just jump on, on uh, Instagram or the Twitters or the, the whatever you want to do, whatever your social media is. Let me know that you liked it. Or you can stop into the channel right now where people are giving us a one. A one usually means good. I liked it. A two means that you didn't like it. So stop by JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. Carrie, before I hit the break, if you don't mind, let's, let's just outline quickly this, this whole transgender story here. Because okay. I, I'm, I, I'm just, a, I'm a little confused. I guess it took a while, but now the other swimmers at Penn okay. are saying enough is enough. Yeah, this is from the Daily Mail. 16 teammates of transgender swimmer Leah Thomas have urged U.S. college sports authorities to ban her from competing at the upcoming NCAA championships. In a letter sent to the University of Pennsylvania and the Ivy League Athletic Conference by former Olympic swimmer Nancy Hogshead Maker, 16 swimmers who remain anonymous for fear of reprisals argue that Leah Thomas should not be allowed to compete in women's competitions. Thomas has dominated U.S. collegiate women's swimming recently as a student athlete at Penn, where just a few years ago she competed as a man. On Tuesday, governing body USA Swimming unveiled new guidelines, which include a more stringent threshold for testosterone. The new guidelines did not mention Thomas by name, but were widely seen as making it harder for her to be able to compete in major meets, such as the Ivy League and National Collegiate Athletic Association Championships. Although some members of the Penn swimming team voiced support for Thomas's right to compete in a statement late Tuesday, a separate faction of the squad on Thursday said she should not be allowed to compete in women's competition. The names of the 16 Penn swimmers were not included in the letter sent by Hogshead Maker, the chief executive champion women, a nonprofit which provides legal advocacy for girls and women. The swimmers argue that while they supported Thomas's gender identity, the biology of sex is a separate issue from someone's gender identity in sport. Listen, God bless them. I'm proud of these swimmers for coming out, making their voices heard, and letting letting people know, listen, this person is a male and is swimming against females, and the results are obvious. And this person is taking away the opportunity for a female who her entire life has worked herself into being the best swimmer she can be and just doesn't have a place now on the team, whereas she might otherwise have had that. Title IX should actually deny this from happening to offer equal opportunity for girls and women. Um, and, and the fact that people are trying to re readjust definitions by saying this is a girl or a woman 
that's screwing everything up. We have to take a stand, and I'm glad that they're, they're taking a stand. I'm glad yeah. Caitlyn Jenner took a stand. Go ahead. Um, and, and talking about you know being fair, Thomas's rankings as a man was he was 462nd. Now as a female swimmer, first place. There you go. I mean that that is as stark as it can possibly be. And I appreciate you letting us know that. Your thoughts about it, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, or JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. I do appreciate you. We've got Dr. Robert Malone at the bottom of the hour. We've got Ted and Shemaine Nugent at the bottom of the following hour. Make sure you stick around for that. A harrowing tale of what happened at their house. Um, I mean, we're talking about seriously deadly black mold that overtook the, the Nugent's home. And uh, Shemaine Nugent has now produced a movie about it. So uh, make sure you stick around for that as well. We talk about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, awesome. Every single time. And you can save a bunch of money right now by going to the site. And using my name, just go to omahasteaks.com, put in keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar, click on search, and then you'll be getting this, this deal that's worth 50% off. Lean, tender steaks, hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. omahasteaks.com, keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, order the Heartland Favorites Package, save 50%, plus get four lean pork chops, four extra juicy chicken breasts free with your order. Every order is backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee delivered safely to your doorstep. For a limited time, Omaha Steaks is also offering a special game day package. You can share it. You can enjoy it. Visit omahasteaks.com. Again, type keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S. Click on search after doing that. I actually had a guy email me. He said, I don't see your special. What are you talking about? I can't put it in. Put P-A-G-S in the search bar. Just like when you go to Google, you see a search bar. Then click on search, and then you'll see the specials come up. Right now, omahasteaks.com. Keyword PAGS. Save a bunch of money. Get your game day stuff ready as well from Omaha Steaks. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. So I've got about a minute for you. Make, make, make it happen for me, John. Talk to me. Hi. Joe. John. Yes, sir. Um, no doubt, no pun intended, that's your best one yet. I'm a, I am like no doubt, but that was an awesome parody. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad that you liked it. Thank you. Alfred, very fast. Let's go. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Um, I think that transgender swimmer should just jump back in the pool with the men and be uh, 467 or whatever he is. Yeah. Transgender uh, identity and actual male and female are two different things. I don't understand why these people think that they can do that. Oh, it's actually, Alfred, I got, I've got to go. It's actually very simple. What you say really does spell it out exactly. You know, what you identify as is completely different than your biological sex and your biological gender, which are, in fact, synonyms. Um, and the idea that you can just say you're something that you're not and just people say, OK, sure, sounds good. Doesn't make any sense. When we come back, Dr. Robert Malone, stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Amazing to have this man back. He's the inventor of mRNA technology. We know that because he holds all the patents. And he's also a guy who, I don't think I don't think you meant to be, but he's a firebrand and he's starting trouble everywhere, which I think is kind of a good thing because we're getting more knowledge out of it. It's Dr. Robert Malone. Doc, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. You know, to that point, uh, I've always been outspoken as an academic. Good. Uh, I think, you know, it's necessary to speak your truth in order to get to scientific truth. Uh, and, and you have to have the courage to stand up on the podium and say, this is what the data says. This is the way I interpret the data. And you'll and take your shots. Right. Uh, and uh, that's that's just kind of the world I've grown up in. So that's probably part of why I'm a little bit more thick skinned than some are when they when they have the pleasure of experience the full force of uh, modern media. Well, I prefer to live in the world that you live in because that that way I get all the information. And I've never understood why I'm not allowed to have all of the information. I'm just supposed to listen to, to Fauci, the NIH, the FDA, the CDC, and Pfizer for some reason, and the Biden administration. If I want to listen to you, and you've got a, a, an incredible you know um, background, your resume is second to none. And, and if I want to listen to Urso, and if I want to listen to McCullen, if I want to listen to the lawyer Tom Renz, I'm the idiot somehow that I want to learn more information. And what we find out, Doc, is that a year later, about 15 things that we were told were misinformation or that they were somehow rumors have all come true. Each and every one of them is true, and you stuck to your guns on this. Was there ever a moment in your in your thought process where you said, man, this is a little bit too much. Let me go to the ranch and forget all this garbage. Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, yeah, my wife and I have that uh, discussion um, <laughs> pretty much every single morning over right. coffee. Uh, um, it's not very fun uh, uh, being a target, and it's not something that I enjoy. Uh, the, here's, the, here's the key point on that thread. Uh, um. Peter McCullough and I uh, and um, Matthias Desmet were all put on a co-podcast with this interesting young gentleman named Tommy Kerrigan. Okay. Uh, and and uh, this is kind of a little bit of a shout out. Uh, Tommy's done a lot of podcasts. He's a young man in Northern Virginia, and he manages to get interesting guests on, as you do. Uh, and... Um, he had reached out to me relatively early in all this, like right after the Brett Weinstein thing. And so I've been on him four or five times, but in any case, he, he pulled together in, on short notice, got all of us to agree to a time slot. And, uh, suddenly I was on a podcast with, uh, McCullough and, uh, Matthias nice. right after the whole world got set on fire by my saying the words mass formation psychosis. Right. And, uh, um, so I had a, this, it was a great opportunity to kind of check in with, uh, um, Matthias. And by the way, subsequently I spent a week with him in Spain and, and did a big video and got to talk and work with him. He's, he's a true genius. But in this podcast, uh, we got down to the question of, uh, what, what do we need to do? What can you do to mitigate and and reduce or help the world get out of the mass formation phenomena. And he said some things that were kind of a bit of a heavy. He said that he had talked to a lot of his uh, fellow uh, psychiatrists 
about all this that are in this field of uh, the psychological basis of authoritarianism, which is the ba- the title of this book. And um, they all had come to the conclusion that the mass formation had proceeded to a point worldwide that um, we couldn't just pop out of it. We were already deep into it. Well, that's scary. And, uh, and what he said was the, the only thing that can be done now is that um, those, those that are speaking against this narrative, and by the way, he explicitly uh, um, attributed this phenomena in its rise in the modern era to the extent that it exists um, to the media. Um, in his in his analysis, the mass formation phenomena that's accelerated during the 20th century and then into the 21st is all due to mass media. It's driven by mass media. But he said uh, the only way, the only thing that's going to keep the world from going even deeper into the mass formation phenomena is uh, folks like ourselves that are raising uh, questions and concerns and uh, functionally being heretics, right? Right. Speaking against the narrative. And he said that you must continue to do this. It is the only thing that is going to keep us basically from going even deeper into the crazy. Um, So you basically have a moral obligation now that you're in it. You don't, it's not an option to just clock out and go play with the horses and be with my wife from a moral standpoint and, and you uh, and you're doing it i mean to a level that that is almost hard to understand you are doing shows like mine constantly you're out there you're talking to people you're breaking it down you're posting constantly and you are trying to break that cycle of the narrative which interesting is as you know last time i had you on i posted the previous interview with you and on that the thumbnail i wrote inventor of the mrna technology and Facebook took it down. Zuckerberg decided that you're a liar. I'm a liar. Nobody could share it. Nobody could like it. Nobody could comment on it. And I think that we forwarded that to you. This is what's happening to you constantly. If you look at Twitter today, you were you were trending a little while ago, and you're, the, the title that you were trending under was entertainment. So suddenly you're like an actor or something. I'm not really sure why Dr. Robert Malone was, was, uh, was under the trend for acting or Hollywood or something or entertainment. It doesn't make sense. Uh, we're not entertaining here. Well, I guess we are entertaining people's time by educating them. <laughs> Doctor, when you see that, you know this is just a, 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 their only way to knock you down because what you say and what you prove in the science is above reproach. So how do you counterbalance that other than going on my show and other shows? Is this the only real way to get it out there? Because you're right, the mass media, which includes big tech, and in some uh, semblances, it also includes big academia because they feed into it. How do you beat you know, a, a group that has five or six different popular culture um, mechanisms on their side? So after the, this phenomena that shook my world of the Dark Horse podcast, right. um, uh, Jill and I, uh, my wife and partner, Dr. Jill Glassbowman, sat down and said, okay, we're being written out of history. We're, we're being censored. Um, the truth of what's going on is not being available. The ethics of what's being done is not supportable. Uh, and we kind of put our heads together and said, okay, what can we do about it? What can we do to break through this wall of total information management and uh, the trusted news initiative and the effects of the TNI? And 
we decided that there was only two options. We basically had to go gorilla. Um, I don't mean, refer to not wearing undershorts. Um, and, <laughs> I think that's uh, commando. Yeah, I think that's what that is. <laughs> oh, commando. There we go. Um, so we had to go gorilla and, uh, and use the podcast format and um, uh, use social media because I was still – my Twitter account was growing exponentially and my LinkedIn account also that I'd historically had for years. Um, and we made a conscious decision to just throw ourselves into this new media world of the podcast. And, uh, and I didn't know anything about it. Uh, I, I had no idea what it represented. I had no idea of how truly I, I've done multiple startups and pitched business plans in Silicon Valley and La Jolla, et cetera. And, and I, I get that world and I totally get the idea of the importance of disruptive technology. I had not been aware of how powerful the podcast is as disruptive technology in the media landscape. And I just kind of threw myself into it ignorantly, naively, and fearfully uh, because it was the only option to break through the wall of the TNI and, and the uh, legacy media. And uh, you're, I'm grateful for you and um, so many others uh, that have uh, brought me on um, uh, and, and provided a platform and, and kind of participated with me in this journey. Well, well, Doug, uh, so, I've, 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 got, I've got to tell you this, and I, I want to interrupt if you don't mind. I want to tell people who are listening who can't see us uh, who it is I'm talking to. It's Dr. Robert Malone. He's the inventor of mRNA technology. He's been squelched and silenced and censored just about everywhere. The reason I like you continuing to come on my show, as important as, as the podcasts are, and they are, you're, they're disruptive. I agree with you. Don't tell anybody, but I'm traditional radio, and and this is being heard on terrestrial radio through the FCC, you know, monitored airwaves to 165 stations and five or six million people. Then they'll see it again later when we put it up as a podcast and and so on. So we're still quietly disrupting in the traditional sense of media as well. So hopefully it's a one-two punch that's working out for you. So so they stripped you of your 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 position on Twitter. You're gone. LinkedIn. You're gone. Um, I don't know what your status is on Facebook, but people can find you on Getter. They can find oh, you I on gave Gab. Up on Facebook. We've gave up on Facebook years. Well. Um, at early on in 2020, okay. there was a couple of things that happened. Uh, we wrote this uh, book. Uh, Jill was the lead author. I was second on uh, preparing and protecting yourself from the novel coronavirus. Okay. And we published that in the first week of February 2020. And uh, at the time we advocated for mask use, I think that was our sin. And uh, it was pulled down by Amazon in March, as I recall. And then we tried to post, because we have an active Facebook account, Jill does, because that's how we sell horses, frankly, okay. <laughs> um, very much interacting with the horse community. And so just to kind of say, hey, guys, and also to notify our friends in Portugal uh, that we deal with all the time, we had posted information from our own peer-reviewed publications on uh, famotidine as an agent, and Facebook immediately took that down. And that's when I knew that Zuckerberg and Facebook uh, was not going to be useful. The other one that really made this clear to me was after the Dark Horse podcast, I got a flood of phone calls uh, because my telephone number was up on my webpage from patients 
uh, that had experienced vaccine injury and uh, were seeking someone to talk to them and validate that they weren't crazy because they were all getting gaslighted. And one of the ways they got gaslit, I mean, these are people that are, have serious injuries right. or have, you know, fertility problems and a bunch of other things. Um, they had formed a group on Facebook of uh, vaccine injured people and Facebook deplatformed them, which is like the ultimate gaslighting. Right. And uh, so that was when I knew that Facebook was just deep in the tank and it wasn't even useful to even interact with that at all. That's it for part one of my special interview with Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology, part two, coming up on Monday. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. Getting a lot of this. What? That's it. I mean, Carrie, a lot of people. What? What do, what do you mean? The, what do you mean the interview's over? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. No, it's not over. Yeah, we have like 13 minutes there. We'll do another probably 13, 14 on Monday. Another 13, 14 on Tuesday. We had a good long interview with uh, Dr. Robert Malone, and the entire thing will be posted on Rumble after I air the third part on Tuesday. We get into Bill Gates. We get into uh, globalists. We get into why the mass formation psychosis is being thrust upon us, why we're all being gaslit. We get into a lot of stuff. But, and I also ask, listen, this is the guy that came up with the technology for mRNA vaccines. That's the technology used in the Pfizer shot and the Moderna shot, okay? This is that guy. And I ask him directly, and you'll hear this, I believe, Monday. Do you suggest this shot to anyone? Because he is dead set against mandates, but does he think this is something that should be available to anyone? Very interesting conversation. So make sure you stick around for that. Got a lot more uh, of that interview to get to. And again, if you're disappointed that you didn't hear more, here's good news. Tune in Monday and Tuesday. Carrie, is that asking too much? I don't think so, right? Absolutely not. Nope. And all three hours, too. So I had a guy write me last night on on Twitter. He says, uh, so uh, I'm surprised you have not covered the Canadian truckers. What? (laughs) <laughs> Carrie, have I have I covered the Canadian truckers? Yes, yes, yes. So I responded and I said, um, "What are you talking about? I've covered it extensively. I've done TikTok on it. I've done Facebook messages. I've done I've done full segments on my show. What are you talking about? We've read complete stories on it. We've made Justin Trudeau look like an idiot. What do you What do you mean? He always all mad. He's like, "You're not to be rude." <laughs> well, you. But what do you mean? Accusing you of not doing right. it. So you literally um, accused me. And <laughs> you decided that I didn't cover something I have covered. So I said, listen three hours a day, and then you'll know if I covered it. He says, I don't have time to listen for three <laughs> hours a day. So I don't have time to keep talking to well, you about don't it. don't assume that dummy? we haven't covered it then if you don't have time to listen dummy? for three hours. All right. I think I call him dummy. So, uh, well, you're, well you're that's very... not nice now. And then I always love this one. I didn't know you're, you're so thin-skinned. <laughs> I said, I'm not. I'm literally responding to you in kind. The way that you wrote me is how I'm responding to you. How exactly is that me being thin-skinned? I don't get it. So you could attack me. You could insult me. You could accuse me of not covering a very important story. And if I respond to you by saying, 
basically kiss my ass. I'm the I'm the weak one here. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? You have such thin skin. <laughs> That's what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and during the break, somebody wrote me, some scam wrote me, and I can't see the two words I wrote them back, but some <laughs> scam wrote me during the break said that your Facebook page is about to be taken down for copyright infringement. And of course, the link is in a um, Facebook link. It's some link to oh, somewhere okay. in Nigeria or India or somewhere. So I wrote back two words. I can't what say what I, the words are. One of my favorite ones. Favorite Actually, words. not. Oh, really? Oh, okay. No, this. The, the second word is me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Paul's got it. He's, he's immediately knew what I was talking about. And, uh, and then, now somebody will take that and they'll say, look, look at this. This radio guy said this is disgusting what he said. I'm like, you wrote me a scam email. What are you talking about? I get Now I, I've got that's the okay funny. to write you that. It's a one-syllable word funny. and then the word me. Got it. All right. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Listen, the new year is here. You've got, you got goals that you've set. And already, because it's February, you're thinking to yourself, I, I don't know to get these done. Get yourself healthy. Get your blood flow where it needs to be. Get your circulation where it needs to be. And you can do so by adding Super Beats Heart Chews to your daily routine. It's a tasty treat. Give you the energy you need. They're good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, candies for a quick pick-me-up. Two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews. Add that to your morning and promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day without the caffeine crash because Super Beats Heart Chews unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promote heart healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. I've, I've tried these. They're delicious. They taste great. They work wonderfully and you can save a bunch of money right now because you listen to my program. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at joelovesbeats.com. joelovesbeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's joelovesbeats.com up to 45% off. J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S-B-E-E-T-S dot com. Make that happen and make it happen right now. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Much more program to come. Um, Shemaine and Ted Nugent next hour to talk about the horror they went through with mold at their house and the new movie that she's produced. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.